you have a really busy weekend. Yeah. What what have you what have you been doing this weekend? Oh man. So like right now I just got back from running in the Andale 5K race. It was this uh fundraising uh, race that the Las Vegas Latino Bar Association put together oh, right. to um gather funds for LSAT related costs for Latino um kids going oh, cool. to law school. Yeah. They um quoted some numbers um 5% of all attorneys are Latino men and only 2% are Latina women. So, wow. yeah. So we want to, we want to raise that number obviously. Right. And, uh, I, I was talking to some of the organizers, shout out to past guest Enrique Acuña. Oh yeah. Um, I think they had over 340 people. Wow. Registered. Holy crap. Yeah. That's great. So all of Las Vegas, we were all out at this park. Um, I'm really proud. I would like to boast a little that I finished just under 40 minutes. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I think I shaved like 20 minutes off of like the last 5K. I think I the last one I completed it in like an hour. So I'm like okay. really, really proud of myself for doing that. So yeah, I just got back from that. It was really grassy, and now I'm I have a bunch of allergies. So I was joking with people. I was like, I don't know if I'm allergic to the grass or all these attorneys around, but it was a really good ambiente. They had mariachi and a DJ and these women that gave us these like, um, you know, to warm up exercises and stuff. And it was a really good vibe. And so um, they actually have a scholarship going on oh, cool. until the end of September. So you right. can go to um, I will, we'll post show notes about yeah. I'm not prepared for that, but you can <laughs> donate. I, I apologize. Um, you can donate if you want to donate to that scholarship for the Latino, Las Vegas Latino Bar Association. Excellent. And of course, uh, for our listeners, if you didn't know, um, I'd be really concerned. You're listening to Wild and Free, a yeah. Battleborn podcast. Yes. We just wanted to go right into it because we... Cold open, maybe. Yeah. Very cold. Um, and... We're like recording an episode a couple days before we we air it, yeah. which is so very different for us. It's really cool though. I'm yeah. excited for this to be like fresh when people listen to it. It could be. It'll be very exciting. Um. So yeah. So uh. What What have you been up to, man? Well, there's a lot that I have been up to as well. Um. So this weekend, uh, currently is Life Is Beautiful, uh-huh. the music festival, the t- music art art and ideas festival. I always forget that there's more. Yeah. Um, or there's more in their description um, in downtown Las Vegas. So I we just finished day one. Today is going to be day two. Um, I was out at the festival almost 12 hours last night. And, uh, you know, my my body's not as young as it used to be. No. And but I did have the uh, burnt end burrito from BBQ Mexicana. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. we've talked about that. You, we all know that this is like one of my favorite foods that exists in Las Vegas. It's so absolutely yeah. So the whole crew, we all had a burrito and yeah. everyone was happy. Um, even, even our, our youngest wild and free team member, Sebastian. Was, oh, was, Sebastiancito. Yeah. I think he got a little bit of a, on his head. Uh-huh. So he must have been really satisfied. He got burrito on his yeah, head? Yeah. Because oh. his mom was eating the burrito. Okay. While while he was he was in his carrier, so yeah. nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's fun. Most definitely. Um, you were there for twelve hours. Yeah, twelve hours. Uh, saw some amazing bands, though. Um, probably the best performance for me was Walk the Moon, and they had some Cirque performers out with them what during their song. Uh, Walk the Moon is very poppy, indie sounding, like a lot of synthesizer. So you'll appreciate this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
they cover, they usually cover a couple different bands in their performances. I've heard them cover, I think, four different bands. One that they've covered every single show is one of our favorite bands. Oh, Talking Heads? Yes. Wow. That's one of their biggest influences. Is the yeah. Talking Heads. Oh, so I would love these people. Yeah, they're they're quite good. Uh, they've also I've also heard them call the, cover the Killers. Nice. Um. So yeah, they're 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 good bands. Oh, that's awesome. Um, like yeah, them. and I first saw them in 2013. It's been a very long time, and uh, now they're 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 pretty big. That's very cool. Yeah. So Allison, I know um the best performer from last night that I didn't get to see was you. Oh, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, so yesterday I participated in a stage reading of a play called The Ghost of Lote Bravo. It was put on by a public fit and directed by the hella incredible Adriana Chavez, who will be launching a Latinx theater company soon oh, down the line. Cool. Yes, and um, it's a play about the feminicides from Ciudad Juarez in my native state of Chihuahua. And it was it was really powerful. Um, it took place at the Clark County Library, full house. We had people that were, it, it was standing room only. And it was really, oh, wow. really incredible. Like the performers, everybody, like not to, you know, brag, but I think we ahead, really, brag. we really killed it. It was, um, it was incredible. Everybody just, um, you know, did everybody did an incredible job. It was really incredible to be up there with these, such a, a group of, talented performers in town and um this was my first time doing it with you know like with a local community doing theater with a local community theater company <laughs> um so it was incredible and um afterwards um a public fit always has these things called the buzz mm-hmm. just like a talk back where the uh the audience has an opportunity to discuss the script and like the story right. with the performers and so i would say that a good 30 to 40 people hung out afterwards to discuss wow, it that's awesome and it was like really incredible because some of the people that spoke up some of them worked around domestic violence and with victims of domestic violence and sexual assault right um there were some people from chihuahua from juarez that that saw themselves, you know, represented up on stage. And then there was some um, other people that this was the first time that they were hearing these stories and they were, it was like a call to action to them. And so I think it went really, really incredible. So I just would like to, again, thank Adriana for the opportunity and hopefully a public fit, um, you know, recognizes the value of putting on more Latinx shows, right? And right. I apologize. I'm like really sick and I have this like gastritis thing going on in my stomach. So apologies to our listeners for the right. gross MS. Today's guest is Allison's stomach. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's like a Seinfeld episode. Hello. <laughs> la, la, la. That was a really funny episode. Yes. Um, Enrique would appreciate that reference. I hope he's listening. But anyway, yeah, that's what I was up to. So yeah, I appreciate that was the, yeah, the only performance you missed last night. Right. It's it's true. And I'm still bummed I missed it. I... Perhaps we will put it on again. Let's hope so. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, so today's episode is all about getting out there and doing stuff. So yep. we have our our kind of like fall into winter preview of arts and culture yeah. here in Las Vegas, because as, as we all know, this is some of the best weather we get all year. And so everything happens. Uh-huh. So yeah, we're going to talk about that and uh, encourage you all to, to let us know too, if there's something we missed so we can tell other people about it um, because our lists are not comprehensive. No. 
we always forget something. We always do, and we're always seeking out new stuff as well. Right. Yeah. So what what's first on your list for the fall? Sure. What's, what's, could be chronological or just what you're looking forward to the most. Right. Well, I, I mean, all of the local theater companies have a lot of good stuff coming up. Um, in particular, Nevada Conservatory Theater has The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, what? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. And it's going to be a really large cast. I think about like 30 to 40 people. Wow. Yes. And I know some of the, uh, some, I know some people that will be performing. Are the, are children playing the children? I'm not, Do you know? I couldn't say. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Just but, curious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Since I've, I've like seen performances where they're not played by like actual children even though they are children in the story. So, right. Well, so it's, uh, NCT um, tends to take uh, students from UNLV's theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I would imagine probably college-age students. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. So I know several UNLV people that will be involved in that. Um, Majestic Repertory season already started with American Idiot, Green right. Day's play. They also have um, a Manson family play coming up i i'm not is that sure for halloween or something or just no i don't know if it'll be <laughs> just like, uh... troy always has like gory things going right. on it doesn't necessarily have to yeah. be halloween theme but he has they're doing uh manson family and then also oh, it's going to be an opera i think oh, cool. it, the last time it was performed was like 20 years ago or something like oh, that wow. and also sweeney todd the demon barber which of is exciting very very exciting so, yeah, and I have a friend that I'm pushing her to audition. I'd actually like her to be in the role of Sweeney Todd. So we'll see who he ca who they cast. Oh, be exciting to see. Interesting. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Mm -hmm. How about you? Um, well, food is on my mind. It also could be because I haven't had a full meal yet today. Uh -huh. um, but uh, a couple things. Uh, well, the first, first and foremost, one of my favorite events is coming up. It's actually next weekend. So... When this is released, it will be the following weekend, which is the Greek Food Festival. Oh, yeah. Which hey. is at the St. John the Baptist Greek Orthodox Church. It hey. is September 27th through the 29th. It is the most legit Greek food, I think, in the city because it's all the Greek restaurants and Greek folks make food for it. Uh -huh. I know they prepare all year, particularly with the desserts. Oh, those desserts are so good. Uh -huh. I so, always get a bunch of baklava. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about that, um, particularly because I didn't go last year. So it's been a couple of years since I've gone, mm -hmm. um, but it's always one of my favorite, like favorite things to do because the food is just fantastic and the music's great. And, you know, like it's just, I like the cultural festivals. They're, they're pretty great. I agree. And the venue, well, it's a church, right? But right. It, like in the back, it's, they have these grassy areas and there's mm -hmm. dancing and all kinds of tables and it's like communal everybody's talking and eating and dancing and it's just like so it has a refreshing just chill vibe. oh yeah yeah most definitely and i think it's really cool too because you get to learn about like what greek orthodox that what the greek orthodox church is about yeah you get you can do like a tour pretty. yeah the church like it's super cool um because it's not something that we are exposed to that often here yeah um and so yeah it's definitely it's a beautiful We've never been. The church is the church. Yeah, the church and the grounds are absolutely gorgeous. Hey, thanks for reminding me. I actually for, was forgetting about that. Yeah, I think partly because you know it's out here in Pahrump with me that yes. I see the signs a lot more. I used than, to live you know. literally around the corner. I could walk yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah, I used to live within walking distance too. Now it's a little far, but 
I probably I probably could if I was really excited. Yeah. Or really full after eating, I should walk back. For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Um, another one of my favorite things that's not necessarily food related that's coming up though is the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival. Uh-huh. Again, very family friendly, lots of fun. If you really wish you lived back in the Middle Ages, which let's let's be fair, hopefully no one wishes they lived in the Middle Ages because it was Disney. not really yeah it was not really the best time health wise no. uh, to be alive, um, at least in Europe. Um, not really a great time, but. You can celebrate that time at the Age of Chivalry at Sunset Park, which is the 11th through the 13th of October. Um, Explain it to us. So, like, it's very unique. It is very unique, and I don't like. I don't know where this comes from, but basically, it's you know, it's a bunch of people who like to dress up, like they're living in the Middle Ages. There's also plenty of people who use the opportunity to dress up as mythical creatures or groups uh, that are like. There's always like a steampunk group, which are people that dress in like. Victorian era clothing that has like a technological twist to it. Um, if there's always like orcs from the Lord of the Rings, which again was not real, but people dress up like that. Um, sometimes there's pirates. Uh, so yeah, you, it really runs the game, but it's people that really like to celebrate, you know, kind of the old, the old, old cultures of, uh, you know, like European culture, um, and eat turkey legs and there's like jousting tournaments and sword fighting tournaments it's really like a you know it's great live entertainment and if you so choose you can dress up yourself they also sell clothes there um, i think you can even rent attire to wear so yeah it's a really and again it's beautiful weather out at sunset park like no better thing to do than go get yourself a nice turkey leg uh-huh. and watch some jousting and there's like like there's people that take it really seriously. Oh yeah, people right? camp like, out there. They stay in character, and there's yeah. guilds I've heard. There are. There's mm-hmm. like the braid people or whatever it is. I once had an acquaintance who was in one of the guilds, and I remember going out. Uh, this was many years ago, and hanging out with them in their like fortified like guild area, uh-huh. and it was pretty cool because it was kind of like you know not where the public could go. Okay. And so it's just like hanging out with their guild. And yeah, many of them spoke in accents that were not their real accents. And yeah, kept a character wow. for three days. Do you dress up? No. Huh. Sure. No. Thought about it, but yeah, it's not, not something I've done yet. That would be fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's this, you know, again, it's great, great time for, <laughs> for lots of festivals. Actually, most of my list today is, uh, is festivals that either are cultural or food related. Okay. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, mine, to continue with the theater, um, <laughs> yeah. So you'll notice a trend. Yes, yeah. So uh, Las Vegas Little Theater will be putting on Brighton Beach Memories, um, a Neil Simon play. I think that's oh. going to be very exciting. Um, a Public Fit will be putting on August Osage County, which I'm very, very excited oh, cool. about. Yes, the film, I've had conversations with many people, was not that great so i'm looking forward to the (laughs) um theater production and also yeah again let's see hopefully there's another reading of the ghosts of lote bravo so shout out to a public fit um nevada preservation foundation oh yeah yes um this will be i think the second year that they do a tombstone tales 
um, event, which is a tour of the Woodlawn Cemetery, mm-hmm. um, which is a, on the National Historic Register of Historic Places. It's the oldest cemetery in Las Vegas, and you know they take you through the through the cemetery and they point out several tombstones of like historical figures. And, um, you know, infamous people related to Las Vegas <laughs> history. And it's just, you know, it's 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 a nice time to visit. Um, it's autumn in Las Vegas right. for whatever that's worth. Trees are kind of changing color and yeah. the leaves are starting to fall. So um, it's it, uh, I, I went last year and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm just waiting to I, I need to figure out what time I'm going to go. Okay. Because I got to do, I got to do the you, cemetery. You do. As a yeah. cemetery connoisseur, I really have to do this tour. Absolutely. It's yeah. everything that you love. History right. and cemeteries. And Las Vegas history. So yes. like better yet. Yeah. No, it's definitely on my list of, of things to do. Do that. Yeah. So uh, a couple other festivals that are going to be around. Well, there's one um, that I think it's a maybe a change of location this year, but the Las Vegas um Pride Parade and Festival is taking place at the downtown Las Vegas Event Center. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's October 11th and – I'm sorry. It's the 11th and 12th uh-huh. um, at, at the downtown Las Vegas Event Center. They do have – during the day, they're going to have, like, some family-friendly programming. And then there will also be – in the evening, uh, there will be some more uh, adults-only uh-huh. um, entertainment. And I know there's there's going to be a parade and I don't know what route the parade, sometimes it changes, but, um, but the festival looks to actually be really cool. Uh, I know there's some contestants from RuPaul's drag race. I don't know if that's the right terminology. I've never watched it. Is that, is that what the people that are on it are called participants? I don't know. A lot of the, the drag Queens who are on RuPaul's, uh, the RuPaul show awesome. are going to be there. That'll be really so cool. that'll be really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, and there's like lots of DJs and, I, I like that the downtown Las Vegas event center um, and Derek Stevens are really trying to promote all sorts of types of events yeah. at the downtown Las Vegas event Yay. center. So it's like, <laughs> you know, great venue for concerts. I know the bite of Las Vegas was there this year as well. Um, so lots of family friendly stuff, but then also, you know, they have like EDM shows and, you know, all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah. I think it's a great, use of a space that would have just been a parking lot or was a parking lot for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And then uh, another one is my favorite thing that takes place in Las Vegas every year, which is the life after death festival at the Winchester Dondero cultural center, um, which takes place uh, on November 1st and November 2nd. And it's as always, it's going to be lots of food and um, there's going to be the, uh, altars and workshops and all sorts of fun stuff. I know they always do an art show. I think the comp- their, their submissions are still open for the art show, uh, which is really cool as well. Um, but it's something I've been, I think I've gone to every year since like 2009. Uh-huh. So uh, I definitely <laughs> don't miss it. And then what's cool, because I was planning ahead this year, I was looking at some things and there is the uh, a poetry workshop for the Calaveras um, writing of the Calaveras poems. Yeah. October 11th and 12th. Okay. So there's still plenty of time to sign up for that too if you want to get involved in that. And I know they showcase some of those at the the festival as well. They do. We should give our listeners. We're assuming that they know um, about Dia de los Muertos. Yes. Our listeners are pretty woke, but um, <laughs> but you know, just to kind of follow up on the white right. guy talking about the festivities yes, yes. from my native Mexico, <laughs> um, the Life After Death Festival is 
um, in honor of Dia de los Muertos that we celebrate in Mexico. And it is to honor our dead, to celebrate uh, life and death. And the altars that they set up every year, they're open to the public and people set up altars. And I really, I, I appreciate the altars. They're usually like, there's a theme, right? Mm -hmm. So there's been a couple of years ago, right after the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, they had one to dedicated to the LGBTQ right. community. I know sometimes some outdoor nonprofits or like wild, some wildlife associations will do one to people that have been that have died in nature. Yes, just kind of sad. well, everything yeah. is sad, right? Right. Um, then um, there's a couple of um, federaciones of groups of, from different states throughout Mexico that set up altars as well. There's one in particular that I like a lot that they um, they put like. I don't know if it's like bamboo or banana leaf or something. And oh, then a right. bunch of marigolds, which in Mexico, yeah. the cempasuchil, um, we use it a lot around Day of the Dead. And okay. it, and plus they have like all this incense going. Right. And it's kind of like, you know, there's a bit of a like mysticism going on. Anyway, just as you said, there's live music, the food, dude. The food awesome. is incredible. Yeah. They bring a lot of people actually from Los Angeles in. So, oh really? Yeah, they're I they're actually not local. That. Yeah, and so you'll get a bit more diversity, a bit more food options than um, ordinarily you would find in Las Vegas. So it's an incredible right. festival, and yeah, the calaveras, um, they're kind of like po. I'm I'm not a super expert on them, but they're like poems, and they kind of like make fun of death. Right. And in yeah. years past, there's been a lot of politically themed um calaveras. Yes. I actually would be interested in taking one of those workshops as well. Yeah, okay. yeah, it sounds it sounds really cool. I just remember hearing about it at the festival last year, so totally was late to the game. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. Well, it'd be fun if you wrote one. I know. I I may I'm I will. Uh, I'm gonna look to see if I can go to one of those workshops for sure. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you got on your your list? Um, I have obviously. Um, oh, I wanted to um talk a little. Well, I just wanted uh, Monday's dark. Yes. Monday's dark. Um, I've always I've gone for for the last couple of years, but I just wanted to give them a shout out because I want to make a more concerted effort to to support them. So Monday's dark is this event put on by um, a couple people that used to perform on the strip. It's called Monday's dark because usually Mondays um, there aren't performances, and what this group would do is they would um, perform in this space called mm -hmm. the space. Um, for industry folks and um, it got a lot of momentum and so now what they do is each month or I think it's at this point they're doing like two a month they'll yeah, hold this performance yeah um, they'll have performers from the strip and from the arts district come in and do a performance right um, sometimes there's a theme sometimes there's not but ten thousand dollars i believe for yeah. each performance is donated to a local charity so a lot of the local nonprofits that we work with have benefited in the past and actually on this air date majestic repertory will receive funds so i just want to give them a shout out to the work that they're doing um yeah yeah so if you want to support local theater local nonprofits, that's a great opportunity yeah, for sure. That's fantastic. Yeah. And there's, I mean, you're going to see entertain, entertainers that you would not always be able to see yeah, doing well, something, and, and doing something that's not what they're doing all the time. Correct. Yeah. They're all often trying out new stuff. And also yeah. like, like it's the opportunity to see like Cirque du Soleil caliber performers right. at a, you know, 
30 bucks or whatever the right. price is. Yeah. And they have some cool themes. I know they've yeah. done like Motown and Elvis and like disco. And, uh -huh. Yeah. So, so, you know, whatever you're into, it's a really great, great opportunity. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you have? So up next, um, since, since I know we tend to focus on Las Vegas area, um, yeah. So I want to throw something out there for our folks in Henderson or those who like to travel. Oh, yeah. So Ethel M, which is the chocolate factory, they have their annual uh, cactus garden lit up for the holiday season. Uh -huh. And they are doing their lighting this year of the cactus garden uh, with lots of entertainment, food, um, musical performances on November 6th. Uh, that evening, five, five, I think it's like five to seven thirty is like the, the program. And then the gift shop at the, the chocolate factory will be open until 10. So it's always a nice way to get in the holiday spirit while still being in the desert. Can I tell you something? Yes. I'm going to be shocked. My stomach apparently is right. shocked too. Very shocked. <laughs> I've never been. What? I've never been to FLMs and I've never been to the cactus thing. That's crazy. Isn't that absolutely nuts? Wow. Because, I mean, I like neon. I like colors. Right. And you um, like cacti. I've started cacti. to. Yes. Yeah. Now I do. I right. didn't initially. Um, and I adore chocolate. Like, I would love to live in a factory, actually, a chocolate yeah. factory. So. Yeah, I'll go this year. This has year. to be the year. It yes, has to be the it year. It will. It will be. Hey, you know, speaking of like psychedelic holiday experiences, <laughs> can we also recommend what is the casino on Boulder Highway that I love? Oh, Samstown. Samstown. Yeah. Can we tell our listeners about the holiday stuff they do? The Mystic Falls holiday yeah. extravaganza. Is that what it's called? It's called Mystic Falls. Can we let's talk so about So it's the most amazing animatronic animal show outside of Disneyland that you will ever see it's like a this mountain scene you walk into their their massive atrium you feel like you're transported to another world yeah there's this crazy bar <laughs> that's like jutting out of the rocks that looks like right. it's out of like a star wars set i feel like ewoks would be taking your bar order and their cocktails are not expensive no and they're fine and they're like good. yeah yeah, yeah uh -huh. they're, they're totally we did we did a, a trip out there a couple years ago now we did, and we just did. really lived it up yeah samstown i think we spent like four hours oh we definitely spent incredible. a long time and we had dinner there and yeah didn't we have dinner there? No, I don't. Yeah, no, because I don't think there's really good food there. Okay, maybe we didn't I'm have sorry. dinner there. I've had dinner at Samstown a couple times. There yeah. was a barbecue place there. I don't think it's there anymore. I'm not sure. Um, but but, but uh, yeah, so they have like these bobcats and right. eagles, and then this holiday music, and a, they put on a beautiful show. I don't know if it's like every hour or every 30 minutes or it's something every half hour like yeah. from six to ten or something like that yeah and so the holiday version is is different than your normal mystic falls performance so so if you've never been you definitely need it to check it out it is trippy guys and go so, check it out samstown is also the name of one of my favorite killer songs uh yeah, yeah. so in honor of right well yeah so always great yeah um yeah so so Oh, lots of holiday things going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are will not talk about it, as many of them. Just I, we are. I I have been known to be a Scrooge kind of around oh, the I'm holiday an season. Scrooge. So the most wonderful time of the year for me is Halloween. So that's the most wonderful time of year for me. Every day is the most wonderful day of the year, except for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can do without. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. so I've got some art. Uh, how much your art? So I was, I'm really excited about this, um, 
so it's it's called Block 17. It's going to be at the Donna Beam Gallery of Fine Art at UNLV. Uh-huh. And it is all about the um, showcasing the artists of African heritage uh-huh. uh, here in Las Vegas. Um, and I don't think there's a, I've never heard of an exhibit quite like this. There has um, and, and for those of you that don't know, Block 17 is in the original Las Vegas town site is where African-Americans had to live. Uh-huh. Um, and actually all, all people of color were kind of forced into Block 17 um, during the early years of Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, and so, uh, so that's where the, that's where the name comes from. I think we had, when we had uh, our friends from the, from UNLV's, uh, College of Fine Arts, we actually yeah. talked about Block 17 a little bit. Correct. So, um, so yeah, so that's, 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 that, that show is on at Donna Beam um, from October 11th all the way through December 7th. So definitely if you're on campus, you should check that one out. I'm yeah. really excited to, to check that one out. shout out to DUL resident Chase McCurdy, who will be showing art. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I figured he probably would be uh, having, having some art there. Absolutely. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. I was, um, I had information with dates about a thing that I'm going to talk about and I lost it for a sec, but I'll get all, um, Neon Museum, man, Tim Burton. Right. Huge. Halloween. It's going to be incredible. Halloween is going to happen all year. I want to like give you the exact dates. Right. Um, So we'll come back. You go ahead. Because I'm anxiously awaiting these dates. So as a volunteer there, I should kind of know this. You should. I will tell us in a second. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, uh. The, actually, the last thing on my list, because I like to circle back with food, uh-huh. uh, is, is a new food festival this year. And it is it is a an old, like a previously occurring event that has now been uh, changed up a little bit. So it is called the Super Sunday Jewish Food Festival. What? It is, what? Yeah. Yeah. So it's put on by the Jewish Federation. Um, previously, it was the it was the barbecue that they would host at their their facility. What? Um, but now. Yeah. I know. This like, is the first I hear of this. Oh yeah, the barbecue's been going on for a few years. I know at least because um, I've I've uh, had have had have gone out there for work, uh-huh. um, and so uh, so yeah. But this this year it's taking place on November third, which is a Sunday, of course, hence the name Super Sunday, um, at Tivoli Village, and it's going to be which is a new location. Um, it's from twelve to six. It is free. Uh, it's going to showcase Las Vegas's best kosher restaurants. Uh-huh. Um, so that's a really, and there's going to be like a farmer's market and of course entertainment. This is um, incredible. Yeah. So, so they really changed it up. Wow. Um, like I said, previously it, t- it was actually at the Jewish Federation's, you know, their, their office. Um, and I think this will really kind of like open it up to a larger community. And I don't know if in the past they've had the kosher restaurants, but like, that's just something that I know we have a lot of kosher restaurants. But I don't really. What? Yeah, yeah. I know of like one. Oh, I've eaten at a couple kosher restaurants. Huh. Yeah. Um, but it's a great way to kind of like, you know, again, it's it's a nice cultural festival where you can learn learn about another culture and through food, which I mean is really one of the best ways to start the process of learning about another culture. Huh. But I got really excited. I I did not know um, that the event had moved. So, so dates and location again? Uh, November 3rd, which uh-huh. is a Sunday at Tivoli Village in okay. Summerlin. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's free. So um, I'm sure the food will, will cost, but yeah. hey, like, great way to try some some new food, learn about some new restaurants maybe you're not familiar with. For sure. Yeah, all, you know, all, all in the beauty, beauty of Tivoli Village. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, that sounds interesting. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you yeah I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely planning on going to that one. I, I, I think that will be 
something new and different. Um, as I was looking at events, I was like, this is, this one is, is like new and different and, and have, I haven't been to anything quite like this. Right. So, yeah. And that's no small feat. You've been to pretty much everything in this city. I mean, I try. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. I you. like food and culture and food and yeah. fest festivities. You're a very festive <laughs> man. I tr I try my best. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do want to just uh, point out the dates for the Tim Burton exhibit. Yes, please. It runs from October 15th to February 15th, 2020. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Get your tickets now. It's a day before my um, uh, marriage uh, marriage uh, wedding uh, anniversary. <laughs> just random. I'm just looking at that. Yeah. I'm not married now. Right. Yeah. So don't, don't worry, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like death and then another type of death of my soul. <laughs> my soul died on that day. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I do want to mention the inaugural bullfrog biennial. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. We're fans um, of the name. Huge fans of the name. Oh my God! Yes. Um. Do you do you want to? Can you give us a little bit of info about the bullfrog? The name? Yeah. yeah. So uh, hopefully you will remember, and maybe you won't, uh, from our Nevada Day episode last I hope year. I remember. But uh, we had a little skit about Bullfrog County. So Bullfrog County was a county in Nevada, a short-lived county, um, that was created in order to, uh, in the 1990s, to prevent the federal government from storing nuclear waste in Yucca Mountain. So this county was created. There was a county commission that was of elected officials, um, and their whole purpose was to make sure that Yucca Mountain did not become our country's nuclear waste depository. Um, clearly, it worked. At least we have. It has not yet become um, the the uh, country's nuclear waste depository. Mm -hmm. I know a certain orange man would like to change that, but um, fortunately, our state is, I'm pretty sure that no one in this state will, no one of any influence and power will allow that. So at least at this time, yeah, which is nice. Um, yeah. But that's where the, the history of, so it was called Bullfrog okay. County. Thank yeah. you for that. So the, the this art uh, biennial will take place at the Goldwell Open Air Museum that's from October. Yeah, it's fantastic. From October 25th to 27th. Um, if you haven't been, I mean, obviously, like, it's a great destination in itself. We've we've right. been out there. They have the Grim Reaper Last Supper thing. They mm. have the woman made out of Legos right. with a protruding genital section. <laughs> I have to say it. And so I know a bunch of local artists that will be doing uh, performing things. Right. So there's not a ton of information out, I think. But there will be both visual and performing art. Yeah. And so I think that'll be really incredible. And, like, that's the perfect time of year to go out to Goldwell because it is deserty. Uh, the nearest town of Beatty has some some signs of civilization. There's a really good chili place there that I've been meaning oh, to really? try. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, that's cool. And I am one to, you know, take trips to try prickly pear margaritas or right. random chili in the middle of nowhere. So... Yeah, that could be an opportunity. It's, it sounds like an amazing, amazing time. And I, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Nevada. Yeah. And desert art around here is pretty, right. pretty impressive. We have yeah. some cool stuff going on. So yeah, we do. Look at that. 
Excellent. Do you got anything else on your list you want to you want to share about? No. The only thing I'm going to throw out there, um, we did have a lot of talk about it on a previous episode, but of course the UNLV Art Walk. Of course, yes. Right. So, uh, which we're very excited about. Absolutely. Um, which is also in October because October is when everything takes place. Um, and so, what is that on the? I think it's the 11th. Let me get the, let me get the date right. I'm getting it. You are okay. I'm looking for it. I feel like everything. October 11th. 11th. Yes. Look at look. My memory was fantastic. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So October 11th at UNLV. Of yes. Course. Free food, free drink, free parking, priceless experiences. Mm-hmm. Whatever that. And in and probably invaluable. Like there, you cannot put a price or value on these experiences. Yeah, no, no, we I, we can't reiterate it right. enough. So, yeah, the galleries, the museum will be participating. The entire campus really probably will have things going on. So it takes place Friday, October 11th from 5 to 9. Um, should be really incredible. And if you want more information, just listen to episode 37 of yes. this very podcast, and you'll hear all about it from from the mouths of some of those who are coordinating it. Correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for um, reiterating. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, excellent. Cool. Well, we got a we got a, a wild and crazy fall ahead of us. We do. Yeah. We're, exciting stuff coming up. Uh, probably we're all gonna have to go on diets um after the fall. Yeah. Because I don't want to do it before. No. Because why miss out on all the great food? No, no, there's a lot of good stuff. Right. Going I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but maybe this year I'll be like, all right, stop eating at all the festivals. I mean, Starting January 1st. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, you, you do whatever you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the um the medicine you gave me, I think, is starting to kick in. Oh, excellent. Yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was it was over-the-counter Zyrtec, folks oh, listening at home. Good. I did not give Allison any sort of no illicit substances. Today. No, no. Not today. But anyway, um, I'm excited to what we have coming up in the fall. Yeah. Hope to see some of our listeners out there. And yeah. if you see, at, see us at those events, you know, come up and say hi. We love right. meeting our listeners. Or rage tweet us later. Wild. Rage tweet us later. There's no reason people would rage tweet us. Not for seeing us in person, but if they don't like what we say. If they find this controversial. Right. They're like, oh, how dare you support the local art scene? Right. Right. Or they feel that they have the monopoly on it. Right. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is a thing. I I believe so. To which There's... I say whatever. Right. Anyway. Yeah, that's um, a story for another time. For sure, for sure. So to wrap up, thank you, Jacob. As always, my co-host. Of it's course. been a pleasure to take with you. As as always, Allison, and, and this has been Wild and Free. Without a Born Podcast. Who's our team? Our team. Um, our producer is Jose Sotelo. Research assistance by Ashley Pacheco. Creative direction by Berta Gutierrez. And our other people? The dog in the den of descent. The one and only Raven, who's yep. not here with us today, but is always here in spirit. And the campero in training, little right. Sebastian. Who, with his burrito juice on his head. Oh, so delicious. <laughs> All right, yeehaw. Giddy up.